Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about the vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on tired. <laughs> this week on the show, it's more notes from the road. This time we are going to talk about Dave's experience at Gracias Madre in San Francisco and our mutual experience at the Gracias Madre in Los Angeles. Can I do another take? Sure. Hey, was it called Notes from the Road or Notes from the Field? Field! Okay. And this week is another edition of Notes from the Field, which is what I think it's called. This time, we're talking about Gracias Madre. And you know what? We got two locations to talk about. Right? We do! So then it's just one, it's just one headline with two branches. Mm-hmm. Literal yeah. branches. Because that's what they call the different uh, locations of a restaurant. It's branches, just like banks. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. So, Becky, Becky, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, I am in Las Vegas currently. Yeah, you are. I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. Sunshine, swimming pools, I'm told. <laughs> um, you, okay. But, I mean, there's signs that say the swimming pool is this way, but I have not been to the swimming pool yet. I see. Um, yeah, I've been roughing it for a couple of weeks now, as as we know. Um, kind of sticking my thumb out and traveling that lonely road. But, uh, you know, for this last leg of the trip, I did a couple of days in Las Vegas, and I'm, I'm treating myself to a hotel room <laughs> at the Mirage Casino. Ooh. That's right. The Mirage Casino. The Mirage Casino. Is that really it? No, it's the Mirage Casino. It's a hard rock, Becky. Oh, it's yeah. so just chaotic. What? It's loud and chaotic. No, That's it's... my experience at most hard rock hotels is that it's very loud. Oh, like you're visually doing hard rock dirty. Just visually loud and also like auditor like orally. Is that right? Auditorial torally loud. Orally? You can say orally. orally. It's okay. Orally loud and visually also loud. Yeah. 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 That's okay. that's kind of what I think of the not a relaxing pool at the hard yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You if, know, if that's it's, the vibe it, you want, that's great, but it uh usually not my vacation vibe. I get a little hung up on the fact that hard rock as a concept has persisted for so long. Like it used to be such a big deal in the eighties to go to a hard rock cafe and to have the shirt of the Hard Rock Cafe from the location that you went to. There's the exact same shirt. It just, only the location is different. 
oh yeah, I really wanted one of those and we didn't have a hard yeah. rock. And my parents wouldn't take me to hard rocks because they thought that it was hokey and they were right. Well, so here's the thing. Like, yes, it is hokey. But in the 80s, I don't know that it was hokey. I think this idea of hard rock, like it was pretty glamorous to be a hard rocker back then. Like that was the cultural ideal, you know. But for <laughs> that idea to then like widen out to be like a whole resort line and a whole like casino line and a whole like a much bigger thing. And for it to be like, I'm not like the quality is not bad. It's just like the concept is tacky. <laughs> It's very strange that they've held on to that with a white knuckle grip, that concept, and yeah. have not just taken all of the tools at their disposal and made like a full blown, like fancy thing, you know? It's rock and roller coaster, the hotel and, and casino. I wish it was the rock and roller coaster. I know you do. That would be Aerosmith rough. has nothing to do with Hard Rock Cafe. Oh. Yeah. So that one just fell flat, Becky. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I blew it. I got, I got a ding yet. Just like yeah. you ding me for all my bad ones. Yeah, you got it. Got to ding me. Oh, don't they also, some of them have like a venue, like you can go to shows at Hard Rock, right? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Mirage Hotel is currently hosting the Beatles Cirque du Soleil show. Which Ooh, are you going to go to that? As a, as a resident, is that, am I a resident? I'm a guest. Um, I get 20% off tickets, so... Pretty, pretty big deal. Pretty big decision I have to make. But I, after we do this, I am running to scare up some breakfast options. And then I am going to spend the day at the Meow Wolf installation here in Vegas, uh, which was the reason for coming. So uh, I guess my point is, let's get to it. Yeah, let's do Wait, it. How are you? I'm good. I got back from L.A. last night. And uh, so I'm a little topsy-turvy uh, yeah. getting our lives back together uh trying to get everything back together before the kid gets home from school because we have here's a coin of tickets to the roller disco tonight yeah and it's gonna be super this is the second roller disco that my friend leo and his buddies organize and it is really fun that's awesome it's very awesome are you guys going to stay out late uh tbd Ooh, Ooh We're, uh, okay we might be carpooling with someone who wants to leave early like 9 30 uh -huh. but i might forego the carpool in order to stay later i'm back and forth on it part of Whoa. me is like uh it is a school night and that's why they it want to school early because they have a kid yeah. as well <laughs> So I don't know. So they're kind of demonstrating good behavior and you're considering <laughs> rejecting that. Correct. Yes. They're being good parents. And I'm like, but what if I just drove so that we could be reckless? Okay. But that's, that's kind that's, of where I'm at. If I can, if I can remote parent. Oh, sure. Yeah. A couple thousand miles away. I would not do that, Becky. Which part? Which one? Stay, stay out late. I would yeah. not stay out late. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't know. I don't. I think you're probably right. I think I'm definitely right. And you will regret it. I think that you'll regret it. I think you're right. So we, we couldn't not do an episode for some reason. So we're doing another <laughs> one of these episodes. 
And look, it's my, it's, I'm, I'm as it was my, at my insistence, it was. You, know, you weren't like protesting, but it was kind of at my insistence because we need to be better disciplined. We need to come out with episodes every week. And if we can't get it together to do that, we either need to go seasonal, which I have been pitching nonstop <laughs> or come up with some reason to talk every every week. And so this is the latter. So thank you. And I'm sorry, but uh, this is, it's a good subject and one that I think we can talk through our experiences with because I think they were pretty different, right? Yes. Yes. Well, you went to both locations. I branches, What's... branches. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I went to both bran br uh, branches. I only went to the LA one because I was only with you in LA. I was not on the San Francisco leg of your journey. As we discussed in last week's notes from the field. That's or the road, depending on who you ask. Yeah, either or. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do, do you want to talk about what Gracias Madre is? So Gracias Madre is owned by the same people that own Cafe Gratitude. If you're uh, familiar right. with that. It's like a sustainable vegan upscale cafe. They have yep. mostly like Latin inspired dishes. Mm hmm. And um, they're very well known. If you ask anyone where you should eat when you're in L.A. or San Francisco, they'll probably list include Gracias Madre on that list. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I had never eaten there. Um, I've eaten at Cafe Gratitude at the one in L.A. And you've eaten at that Cafe Gratitude more than once, right? I've eaten at two different Cafe Gratitude branches. Oh, boy. They have several. Do they have more than one in L.A.? Yeah. 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 We went to, I went to one with a friend in near Venice. And then oh. the one we went to was more, I think, downtown. Yeah. That was when we went to that Madcap Motel. Oh, yeah. We ate at Cafe Gratitude beforehand. That's right. That's it right. was delightful. But that's not what this podcast episode is about. It is that's about our... Our visit to Gracias Madre. Yeah. So you went to the San Francisco one and then. I went to the San Francisco one. And then. In front we, of the pod, Maryland. And then when, when we met up in LA, we had an, a fun friend reunion dinner there with a friend of the show, Allie, and some of our other friends. And um, mm -hmm. we decided to do Cafe Gratitude again so that I could also enjoy their menu. Gracias Madre. Gosh, I'm mixing them up. Gracias, Madre. Right. Yeah. Get ready for me yeah. to do that throughout. It's strange because we did not go to Cafe Gratitude mm -mm. at all. In my mind, they're the same. They're interchangeable. Because Couldn't I, be more different from a menu no. standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different. I don't know why yeah. I have it in my head. All that they have in yeah. common really is the owners <laughs> and that they're vegan. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. So um, why don't you talk about your experience and then we can talk about our mutual experience. Okay. So I went to the San Francisco location with, like I said, friend of the pod, Marilyn. Um, is she a friend of the pod? I don't know. I, she spent a lot of the dinner talking to me about how angry the podcast makes her. So she's been on the pod. We called, we called her in once. Okay. That doesn't make her a friend of the pod. She could be an enemy of the pod is all I'm saying. Like, 
Friend of me. Friend of me. You can have a relationship with the pod and not be a friend of the pod. I'll I'll call her friend of the pod for now. Friend of the pod, Marilyn, and I went to the San Francisco location for a lovely dinner. Uh, We were seated. We were seated. So I'll just clear that up right now. We were seated uh, at a table. And the, the vibe of the restaurant was delightful, what you'd expect in the Mission San Francisco for an upscale restaurant. Uh, we were seated right in the middle of the restaurant, right in the, the center of it all. You could look around and see people enjoying themselves in, in every direction. Uh, she had a spicy margarita as her starter drink. I had a hazy IPA. And we got the chips and guac, which... You know, seems might seem pedestrian, but this was very, very tasty. It was avocado, cilantro, onion, chilies, and lime. So it had a little bit of a kick to it and a little bit of a tilt from that onion that was unexpected. The chips were amazing. You had the chips. They were the same types of chips. Yeah. Well, since you're talking about the chips, uh, they were warm. The chips were still warm. That makes for such a special experience. That's all I have to say. Becky out. All right. Thanks. Thanks for that, Becky. That was great. Um, so yeah, we had that. I ordered the tacos, which are corn tortillas filled. You you get two options. One option is jackfruit carnitas, crispy onion and crema, or you can sub the jackfruit out with uh, a soy chicken, which I did because I'm, I'm no friend to jackfruit. Uh, so I did that. I believe I added avocado to it. It came with a side of black beans and I got to tell you, they were real tasty. They were real tasty. They had cabbage on the top. Um, mm-hmm. The crema, 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 crema. Hell? Are you just going <laughs> to look at me? Crema, crema. <laughs> crema was delightful. Um, it was really like I was floored at how juicy the soy chicken was, how crispy and fluffy the tortillas were and everything inside of it. It just had a real, I hate this word, had a really good mouthfeel to it all. <laughs> I uh, love the portions, were, the portions were very filling, good food, great company, great environment, great city to be in. It was my first night in the city. It was my first night of my, my sojourn. Everything was, everything was falling into line, you know? Yeah. Bright skies all around. Except that your and wife was then. Yeah. No. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. Oh, except for go that ahead. your wife uh, couldn't come. That was probably a little dark cloud yeah. over time. Yeah. Yeah. You were thinking nonstop about how I was in Atlanta. Not yeah. Yes, Madre. Yeah. So <laughs> later we went to LA and had a different experience there. Oh, yeah. So what did you think about the difference in aesthetic between the L.A. and the San Francisco? Because you noted it when we were there. And I, I think that it is the 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 toeheads would like to also know know that note. Well, OK, I'll tell you. Thank you for guiding me to a point that the toeheads would like to hear about. Oh, you're um, so welcome. So welcome. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm so, so grateful. It's, I feel like I'm a cafe gratitude right now with the level <laughs> of hashtag grateful that I am. Um, yeah. So like I was saying, the San Francisco location has kind of a very mission vibe as somebody who doesn't live in San Francisco is probably incorrectly attributing. 
but it it would be inelegant but probably accurate to say it is rich hippy dippy there's a lot of wood there's a lot of um plant activity on the walls there's a lot of other art um on shelves around the walls it, it really is like you're visiting a rich liberal arts professor's fancy house for like a dinner and you're one of the students and you're gonna take your shoes off and sit on the floor but also you're gonna sit at like a very nice table that's like hand carved and really like one of a kind table type thing you know what i mean like really like part of the earth but also uh very very rich and all of that money probably comes from things that are not part of the earth um (laughs) la specific description (laughs) la and i strive for that ideal that's that's my retirement plan as i said last time well you nailed it yeah go on um la did resembled that but very la right would you yeah. agree gave me like a garden party feeling yes. even the inside you feel like you're outside because it's big uh like the whole back wall of the restaurant is like big doors that are fully open so even when you're inside like a lot of fresh air and there's like um what is that thatch stuff called i think it's thatch, the, right yeah with like, like pergola yeah there's like pergola all around like the outside patio with like hanging plants and like um i sat on a nice plush bench everyone else was on chairs but you were encouraged to sit on the bench i was the only one our table was it was a big round table because there were what six of us seven yeah five and uh five so four people in chairs are around and then the the fifth chair was this big plush bench and i was like why is no one sitting on this comfortable looking bench so I took you know, it. name drop all, all of the friends of the pod who joined us. I mean, why single Ali out? That's true. Well, because Ali's been on the show before. That's true. Why? Listen to that episode. It was good. So Ali was there. And then our friend Amy and mm-hmm. our friend Emily mm-hmm. and you and me. Yeah. That was why, everybody. What was that look on your face? Yeah, you're doing, you're doing great. It was a lovely time. We ate. We laughed. It was delightful. I agree. It was delightful. We ate and we did laugh. So would you like to talk about what we ate? Sure. So first we ordered our drinks. That's right. And I got, they, um, they have a watermelon agua fresca that's on like the permanent menu, like printed on the menu. But today, this day they had a pineapple agua fresca, which I got to start and it was delightful. You can add CBD oil to it um, if you feel like doubling the price of your agua fresca. Uh, I didn't feel like doing that, so I just drank it as is, and it was lovely, light and refreshing, not like sweet, but not too sweet, which is what I love about a good agua fresca. I feel like they're not overly sweetened, but you still get that like juicy. Kind of the same thing I like about Spindrift. Anyway, it was delightful. They had a whole mocktail menu, but this agua fresca just sounded so good. Um, I thought I'd keep it simple and I'm glad. So I wanted, I was regretting not getting the spicy margarita in San Francisco. 
I did that because I didn't want to drink booze because I was just getting in town. And as I stated last time, I get discombobulated on travel days. And so I just wanted to kind of be a little bit better to my body. So I just got a beer. This time we were in kind of a different situation because we were having an early dinner and we were going to a concert that night. And um, I'm, a, I'm a very old man and I do not want to front load my day with booze if I'm going to be out and about that evening. Like I might have booze later. Um, yeah. But so I, again, had an IPA. Um, not like it's much less weaker or anything like that. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I think there were, what was around the table? There was a margarita. There was a non-alcoholic margarita. And there was a sangria also ordered at the table. Yes. That's right. And the way Emily ordered the sangria and the way she ordered it made me feel like she's had it before. Like, Mm. I don't think she even looked at the menu. She was like, sangria for me. Mm. Uh, So that... It's, it looked delightful. I, the non-alcoholic margarita also looked really good, but Allie was saying that sometimes non-alcoholic tequilas rub her the wrong way and she didn't mm. the tequila in hers. But I think that's a personal uh, taste thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, hey, drinks, drinks are done. It's time for apps. So we got their queso to share. This queso was recommended to me just the day before before I left for LA by a neighbor. Our neighbor's dog, they were on a walk and the dog just stopped walking. It was oh. limping a little and then just sat down and was like, we're done here. And so she called me cause she knows I work from home and was like, do you have a car today? Oh. Um, she was like a mile, a mile and a half away from her house. So I went and got her and the dog and in the car, we were talking about the trip and she was like, eat it gracias madre, get the queso. <laughs> And it, it is, so, yeah. Queso fundido. Queso fundido. It's a cashew-based queso. And uh, do you want to give your thoughts first? Okay. It's a warm house-made cashew cheese with jalapeno, pico de gallo, cilantro, and a, the aforementioned corn tortilla chips. I was giving you an opening to describe what was in the dish for the listener oh. to paint a picture with your words so that they could sit at the table with us. So, um, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> you did not do that. Uh, it was a little smoky for me. Oh, it was smoky I, for me. I was going to say it had a lovely smoky flavor from Chipotle mm-hmm. chili powder. It t- you could tell it was Chipotle powder. And I love I mean, I'm gonna, flavor. I'm going to confess. I'm not, a, I'm not a queso guy. Oh. I don't like queso. I'm not wild about it. I'd rather do guac. I'd rather do salsa. Something about dipping it in cheese. Just... Not me. Couldn't be me. Oh, I love a queso. And this one, I I love a cashew queso specifically. And I feel like they yeah. really did a great job. Sometimes cashew quesos, they can vary in thickness. And this was like a little thinner than I would make at home. And I really enjoyed it. I might start putting a little more liquid in my queso next time I make it. Okay, cool. So when I said I wasn't into it, you're like, I think I'm going to make it more often around the house. Yeah. I'll make it for me. I'll make it for me. Just okay. for, for, for little, little me. I could make something for us. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, so, like, like salsa? Mm-hmm. Like guaca? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if we made guacamole regularly? Like we were our own little gracias madre. And we I just had guac all the time in our house. That sounds like a dream, and I would love that. Our kid would love it, too. He is a guacamole fan. Well, what's stopping us? 
I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll follow up on that. We'll follow up. We'll get that on the grocery list, all those ingredients, and then we'll get on it. Well, what ingredients? You gotta have salt. The fresh cilantro, I think, is the one that I'm least likely to just randomly have. Everything else that yeah. goes into guac, like usually we'll have around like some kind of onion and we'll have garlic, lime, but like, because fresh cilantro doesn't keep as well. That's the one ingredient that we have to remember to keep around. Well, baby, you know what I'm thinking? What? I'm thinking we grow fresh cilantro. Do it. Do it. I'm so bad at growing cilantro. It always dies immediately. As soon as I look at it, it's it's died. But we can put some in the in the window on that little spot. I think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. But moving okay. on to dinner. Moving because on to our I gotta go. I got tickets, Becky. Okay. Well let's let's do this then. What did you have for your entree? Okay. I had for my entree tacos del mar. So these are fish tacos. They use Seco catch plant-based fish F Y with what's the two dots over a letter? Umlauts. Okay. F Y S H. Uh, that is the brand of fish that they used. Ginger, cilantro, aioli, salsa, chipotle, pico de gallo, pickled red onion, cabbage, cilantro, rice, and beans. Ooh. Yeah. What'd you have? I had the ranchero bowl, which was roasted garlic oyster mushrooms with fresh spinach, pasilla black beans, white rice, lemon cauliflower, fresh tomato, grilled. Oh, it was a jalapeno. I didn't think it was a jalapeno. It was a huge jalapeno then. I thought it was like a poblano. Is this how big it was? Um, grilled onion and the sauce was chimichurri, which Toeheads, you know, I love chimichurri, which the, yeah. the chimichurri was, I saw that and was like, well, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of your tacos? Tell me your thoughts. I did not like them. I was sad to hear that. Toeheads, I'll, I'll reveal that I already knew that, but I, I, I'm sad to hear it still again. I was very excited. I love fish tacos. Pre-vegan days, loved fish tacos. My favorite, one of my favorite foods was the fish taco. So we've been able to dive back into it. One with our big orders from GTFO, it's vegan. Disclaimer, we're investors in GTFO, it's vegan. But um, that would bring a lot of plant-based fish into our lives that we could try and make uh, fish tacos with had some success there have more regular success with the garden fishless fillets which i think really work well in a fish taco that might be like their best use is in a fish taco uh, so i was really really excited and i had had the tacos a couple of or a week before at the san francisco gracias madre so i knew what what i was getting from the taco standpoint the taco standpoint um was good, but the fish just really missed the mark. It was really heavily battered in in a way that made the batter seem like a shell. The fish inside of it was very tough and hard, and it felt kind of like like the the whole experience. I thought several times it felt like and in, in, like both in how I was managing it with the fork and knife, and also how it felt in my mouth felt like a crab leg. Like huh. a very tough crab leg, though. 
didn't taste like a crab leg. Still, like the flavor was there and, and was very fishy, but it was very hard to navigate. The tacos fell apart, could not eat them as tacos, had to fork and knife the entire thing. So while the components of the taco were very good, uh, they didn't really work as tacos. Um, everything else besides the fish, I thought tasted great. The beans and rice were a dream come true. But the fish was the star of the show, and the star of the show had laryngitis, Becky. That's a stone-cold bummer, Dave. It's true. It's true. Hey, I don't like reporting on this, you know? Like, I, I want like good it. news. I was this excited. Was my idea. Yeah, I was excited about your fish tacos. I was also, excited, too. I could not have had a more different experience <laughs> mm. with my entree. So when I ordered mm. the bowl... I ordered last, and when I ordered my bowl, our server took a beat and was like, oh, I love the bowls here. <laughs> and then everyone got mad at me because before before she came, we all said what we were going to order, and I didn't say. I just, like, didn't. That mm-hmm. y'all didn't get to me. <laughs> and then so I ordered this bowl. It was a surprise, and then everyone heard it was the best, her favorite thing, and they were like, why did you hold out on us? Well, I did. <laughs> And I was the winner winner. Um, the roasted garlic oyster mushrooms were like tender and like toothsome, but like crispy on the edges of like the mushroom heads, the beans mm-hmm. and rice, like you said, absolute dream, especially with like the fresh tomato to go with them was so good. The grilled jalapeno was the biggest jalapeno I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I thought I did not clock it as a jalapeno at all. It was huge. Um, and then uh, the lemon cauliflower was so good that I didn't even have any. I, I ate this bowl in two rounds. I ate half of it before the show. We were there to see fish. So I ate half of it before the show and then half of it late night after the show. The lemon cauliflower was so good that I didn't have any left to eat after the show. My only complaint really about this bowl was that I could have used more chimichurri, but I am a mm. saucy baby. And so probably that would be fine for most people, but I, w- I wanted more of a, to be like bathing in chimichurri. Um, right. Of course. But it was really good. I actually, when I saw the, I, the it says spinach on the menu, it doesn't say that it's raw spinach. And when I saw that it was raw spinach, I was kind of like, oh man, but this spinach uh, was really good. It was like marinated in the dressing. And so that made it really oh. special. And I that enjoyed it a lot. It was it was amazing. Everybody was gushing. Everybody was gushing about their food. And yes. I, I felt like I had missed out. I felt like I had ordered the wrong thing. I wanted wow. to be there with my friends, enjoying the food the way that they were enjoying it. And I felt like an imposter for smiling along. So I did. Um, Allie let me try her food um, because it was very filling. And she was like, there's no way. So if anyone wants to try it. And I volunteered. Um, she got the potato pimento flotas, which were potato and peppers and a crispy corn tortilla with red cabbage, cilantro, guacamole, which they put out to the side for her because she has an avocado allergy, um, salsa chipotle, rice and beans. And um, y'all, if you haven't had a potato flauta, um, run, don't walk. It's, it's crispy corn <laughs> on the outside, rolled around mashed potatoes and then deep fried. What... What could be better than that? It was incredible. <laughs> Definitely heavy. I could see why she wouldn't be able to finish it. It was a lot. Yeah. Very dense. But oh my gosh, what a party. It was so good. Yeah, wow. 
Mm-hmm. Sounds amazing. It was. I think you would have enjoyed that because I know you're a mashed potato boy. I am a mashed potato boy. I love a mash. I know. I'm a mash man. Yeah. Mash man. That's my. You're falling. You're falling off of a stack of mashed potatoes, tumbling down. Oh, there's like a fork, and there's like butter dripping off of the fork, and I'm in one of the drops of butter, like falling. And then I'm going to my job as a high-powered executive. Where I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what happens in Vegas? Am I right? That's true. That's true. I mean, <laughs> you're right. You're right. So when I got to the airport, they have a big arch in the the baggage claim area. And it mm-hmm. says what happens in Vegas. And then it says can only happen in Vegas. And it's like, oh, they sanitized that. <laughs> 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 like, was it really on was tape, tape just taped over the old slogan? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave. Yes. On a scale of one to 10 smoky casino lobbies, how many Ooh. would you give Gracias Madre, I guess overall, or you could do this location separately since your experience was so different, but I don't know. Just feels like maybe you should have cooked this idea a little bit better before you led the charge with I'm gonna this let wrap you, up. I'm going to let you decide um, <laughs> based on what you think would be the most fair to Gracias Madre. Okay. Only you know what what's I'm in gonna say. Heart. What I'm going to say is, look, Sometimes nobody's menu is 100%, right? Nobody's menu is 100%. Mm-hmm. The, the dish that I got, maybe somebody, the one I got in LA, the fish tacos, maybe that's somebody's fish taco. Maybe that's what somebody wants out of a fish taco. Was not what I wanted out of a fish taco. Did not resemble anything I'd ever had in a fish taco. But... The everything else about the restaurant is so good. Everything about my San Francisco visit was so good that I'm not going to let it like bring down what I think of Gracias Madre that much. I think this is a 10 out of 10 restaurant. I'd give it a nine out of 10 based on my experience there. Okay. 10 out of 10 would be a restaurant that had a 100% solid menu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the fish talk right? Yes. Right? Yes. So, okay, it's, all right. Well, <laughs> don't get angry at me because I'm going to be home tomorrow. And there needs to be good vibes when I get home. I cannot wait to see the dog. So when I, can I tell a story before we go on to my rating? Um, well, hold on. Nine out of 10 smoky casino lobbies. Yes. I had to, I had not used your, I had not said the words of your rating category until then. So I wanted to say it. I'm glad you formalized it. Okay. So I got home last night as we discussed and, um, my mom and stepdad and the kid all came and got me at the airport, got home from the airport, walked up the porch with all our stuff. And, uh, I had my suitcase kind of wheeled off to one side because, uh, of how doors open outwards, <laughs> um, so that the door could open. And before he unlocked the front door. He said, hide behind the suitcase and see what the dogs do. <laughs> so 
I crouched down and, you know, he opened the door. The dogs came running up to greet him. They came out and it took about 20 seconds for Cora to come around the suitcase and find me. And the tippy taps that I <laughs> the jumping ups, the kisses. I can't wait for you to get the love from the dogs when you get home. Oh, they are well, going to either. lose their minds. It was very sweet and wonderful. What a way to come. <laughs> she poked her little nose around and went, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so um, on a scale of one to 10 smoky casino lobbies, I think, Dave, I'm with you. I'm I'm at a nine. And you know what? Based on what I had, I would have to say a 10. Everything I had was incredible. The face that you are making right now, Dave is side eyeing me. I loved that pineapple agua fresca. It was simple and refreshing and delicious. The queso lived up to my expectations. I loved that it was a cashew queso. I feel like most of the time you're getting like other kinds of quesos lately. Like there'll be a bean based queso or they use melted vegan cheese, which is fun, but it's fun. It was fun to get back to my like early 2000s vegan roots and have a cashew queso. <laughs> yeah. And then so where would you, where would you put, sorry, just, we should have talked about this with the queso, but this cashew queso is kind of like an early shot in the cheese wars. Yeah. And we don't really lump queso into the cheese war as part of the conversation around the cheese war. So speak on that. Sure. So cashew queso was one of those like life lifesaver things i discovered early on in going vegan because i was really big into cheese giving up cheese was harder for me than giving up smoking it was hard mm. and um cashews just discovering that you could blend cashews to be that creamy and then bring in that like directionally like season that in any direction you want was a game changer for me. So cashew, I feel like it's kind of like Daya. It has a special place in my heart as like an early, like cheese sub that actually checked a lot of the boxes. Whereas mm -hmm. some of them just didn't. Like they'd get the, I don't know, like everything was like 50% there. Whereas cashew queso is like all the way there with a few elements. And it's just, it's not cheese, but it's delicious. Yeah. I. Even like I have a, my old cashew queso recipe on my blog that I've like redone with new photos and stuff. And it is a favorite. Like I've even made it for parties with non-vegan kids and they devour it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that it tastes like cheese, but it gives those same notes, the creaminess. And there's no like weird flavor. I feel like a lot of vegan cheeses, there's a taste to them that is off-putting for non-vegans, whereas cashew cheese mostly just tastes like whatever you put in it, like yeah. the, the spices or like I use jarred salsa in mine to give it uh -huh. some moisture and flavor, you know, like th those flavors just come. It's like with tofu, like those flavors just come through really well with no like under flavor that's kind of like nagging at you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I feel like theirs was seasoned really well. I know you didn't like the smokiness, but I loved it. I thought it made it unique and fun. It was That's a fun awesome. spin on the cashew queso. It was topped with some like salsa fresca. Oh, so good. Awesome. Anyway, I'm going to give them a 10. Good. They hit a lot. It was a lot of like old school vegan feelings, honestly. The bowl too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was going to be honest. I was surprised you went for the bowl because the bowl is such a vegan offering catch all, you know, Um, but it's good to hear that it was a bespoke bowl and something that matched the experience and wasn't just a, yeah, by the way, there's both. Cause I mean, it wouldn't be a throwaway option at an all vegan restaurant. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I guess what struck me about the bowl, it was all veggies, which was exciting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the chimichurri, obviously. Can't say no yeah. to a chimichurri. Yeah. Well, Becky, I don't want to cut you short, but I've got one o'clock ticket. I had to move my Meow Wolf ticket to one o'clock um, because I got a line on uh, breakfast, a great vegan breakfast option that uh, is at the casino near my casino. Uh, so I have to go over there and probably be disappointed, but uh, I got to get something in my belly. And hey, maybe we'll do a notes from the field on the Terrace Point Cafe at the Wynn Casino. We'll see. But I got to have time to eat that, digest, and then get an Uber over to Meow Wolf. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It really does help us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We will. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter and Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes, including that cashew queso, at glueandglitter.com. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Line Leader was taken on TikTok. Line Leader on Fortnite. I don't know. I think I'm. I think they might kick me out of Fortnite. I've been away from it for so long, but uh, I, I'm still Line Leader there, as far as I know. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Boop, 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 boop. That reminds me of that meme. Remember, kids, if you see somebody stealing food, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.